1420 WBSM presents Ray Lance of the USA Wealth Group. It's time to get your finances in order. MoneyWise starts now. And good Sunday morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to MoneyWise, brought to you every Sunday morning by USA Wealth Group. So let me ask you a question, ladies and gentlemen. What would your world be like if you didn't have a dog or a cat or a fish or guppies or or hamsters or animals? What would our world be like if we didn't have animals? Well, we're going to talk about animals today. We're going to talk about the annual Four Paws charity auction for homeless dogs and cats. And we have uh, two very special guests with us this morning. The first is attorney Tenny Lance from Lance Law, Inc. Good morning, Tenny. Good morning, everyone. I like the looks of your sweater today, by the way. It looks very comfortable. I decided to be comfortable today, yes. I don't usually wear slacks, but today I did. It looks like fall. We also have with us Vivian Gella. Good morning, Vivian. Good morning, Ray. I'm so pleased to be here. And Vivian is the director at the Animal Advocates Program. Since 1995, Animal Advocates has been serving the community. Now, Vivian, I know that you're a graduate of Roger Williams College. What did you major in at Roger Williams? Health and science. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Hmm. And you've been running the Animal Advocates Program for a very long time. Yes, I have. It's a nonprofit organization. It's a 501c3 organization, which means people can make donations to Animal Advocates. And it can be tax deductible. And it would be tax deductible. There's some new rules on taxation that we'll talk about in a couple of minutes this oh. year. But um, it's also a no-kill animal humane organization. Yes. Which means animals don't go there the way they do in some organizations and then get put down after a while. Exactly. You find a place for them to be adopted and to live and Or to be rehabbed. Or to be rehabbed. That's yes. interesting. Right. Just recently, um, there, one of our... Um, volunteers who lives out in Berkeley um, discovered a cat um, in trying to get into his garbage. Mm-hmm. Friendly cat. Mm-hmm. Probably somebody had just put him out and maybe moved or something like that. Right. And so um, he started to feed him outside, pet him, realized he was friendly, um, called Animal Advocates. We got him, um, um, and he was having um, quite a lot of financial difficulties. Um, which is where we always come in okay. and are very happy to do so. And so we got him neutered and vaccinated and vet checked and all of that stuff. And then when he came home a while later, he noticed that his leg was limping, that he was limping on his leg. So we got him x-rayed and the x-ray at the vet hospital showed that his one leg was shattered. It was broken in five or six places. Oh, my goodness. And he had a BB gun, a BB um, bullet in his leg. So now it's, well, gee, that's a couple thousand dollar operation. What a horrible thing to hear, though. Well, no, it's actually come out wonderfully. No, I mean, but it's a horrible thing. Oh, it's a horrible thing that who knows how long he was, who knows how long he was walking around like that. Mm. And how Um, could anyone do that? To I an know, animal. I know, I know. However, that's where we come in, and we're thrilled, Tenny, to be able to do these things and help these animals. So what, and did, help what, people did, you, what are, did you do for this? Uh, well, I, call, I contacted um, Tufts, okay. and um, they do have a low-cost program. Mm-hmm. 
and um, just last Wednesday they amputated his leg and um, only charged us $200. Wow. Terrific. And, of course, put him on um, pain meds for a few weeks and antibiotics, um, other things, all for an unbelievable uh, fee. Sure. Yeah. Well, that means the cat will have a normal life then? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I keep getting texts and pictures every couple days. (laughs) It's great. Where is the kitty now? He's living. He's inside Andrew's house in Berkeley, living uh, the life of Riley. (laughs) (laughs) What a shame that it had to be amputated, but I guess it was beyond repair. It was beyond repair. But what a great result. What a wonderful result. Take care of it. Exactly. And that is why, Ray. We raise funds and do things like our um, annual auction on November 16th um, so that we can do these things. These well, are important things, spaying and neutering because of, of pet overpopulation. And what happens if you have pet overpopulation? Well, animals are helpless. You know, they I don't want to just they keep telling us. bad stories about animals, but we had a story in the local paper just recently where some harebrained idiot in our community <laughs> – um, moved out of his place and left his dog tied, chained into the basement. Oh. And the dog died from not having food, not having water, yeah. and the whole body was completely dehydrated and desiccated. Oh. And uh, they're going to they're prosecute this guy, and they should. They should. What a horrible thing to do. It is horrible. Um, so let me give you a couple of interesting statistics which will sort of highlight the reason that um, it's such an important thing what Animal Advocates does and what you do. This is from the American Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals. Um, it's just some statistics. 2.7 million animals are euthanized every year. They're put down. Um, 10% of all the animals who enter shelters are spayed or neutered. And that's a big part of your program, isn't it? It's, it's uh, a huge part of our program is to spay and neuter, vaccinate, vaccinate health care, all those kinds of things, mm. especially for people that are having uh, tough times financially. Well, let's tell folks why it's important to spay and neuter animals because you don't want to have the population grow, right? Absolutely, because then what happens when you have overpopulation is they wind up on the streets or they're put in shelters. A lot of shelters are overcrowded. And so um, they're euthanized in some shelters. Mm-hmm. It's tragic. Did you ever hear the term puppy mills? Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh, yeah. And that refers oh. to a situation where people are are um, allowing the animals to mate and breed. breed and so forth. It's estimated that there are more than 10,000 puppy mills in the United States. I know. Mostly in the Midwest. Yeah, a lot in the South also. In the South and the Midwest. For example uh, – Tenny and I have uh, one son and one daughter, and our son Peter, who's on the yes. radio frequently. Um, Peter has two dogs that <laughs> both came out of the south. Yep. And one is a dog named Willow, and you can see Willow on our website. Uh, just go to usawealthgroup.com, and they're sort of office mascots for them. They've both been – they're both female. They've both been neutered. Um, is that the correct term for a female, neutered spade. or spayed? Spayed. Okay. Yep. So I want to make sure I get my – terms straight <laughs> so so i would not want to be spayed but i could be neutered <laughs> exactly <laughs> all right no it doesn't apply to people thankfully gosh we won't. oh raymond sorry <laughs> sorry about that but anyways uh his dogs are both rescue dogs and yes. willow 
who's a Nova Scotia toller, is the fastest dog I've ever seen in my life. She looks like a large orange fox. She does. She does. Beautiful and dog. And she's smart as can be. Very smart. Very smart. So Willow was one day away from being euthanized. I know. And she was rescued. I know. And what a great success story when you can do something like that. And um, quite honestly, one of the most important things you just said is rescue. Hmm. If people want to adopt, um, please rescue an animal instead of um, a pet store, instead of buying them like their uh, coat or a pair of sneakers. Um, there are just so many animals um, all over the country in um, wonderful, wonderful shelters that are waiting to be rescued. I know one of the TV stations in Boston uses the term uh, help this dog or this cat or this animal find their permanent home. Yes. And that's sort of what you do too, isn't it? Absolutely. Well, there is going to be a very important auction coming up. Um, It's the annual Animal Advocates Auction. It's held on Friday, November 16, 6 o'clock at night to 9.30 p.m., um, is a si- it's all is it all a silent auction? It's all a silent auction. It is at Rachel's Lakeside Banquet Hall um, on Route Six in Dartmouth. And Rachel's is right across where Lincoln Park it's used to be. From the old Lincoln Park, right? Yes, exactly. And it's virtually right it's next door to. It's beautiful too. Yeah, it's right yeah. next door to uh, Caddyshack Golf it, Course. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So yeah. you know what Caddyshack it's very Golf Course easy is? To get there. Yep, very, very easy to get there. Plenty yep. of parking. Yeah. I've Plenty been there for a couple of years in a row, yeah, yeah. and uh, we're going to hope to be there again this year. Good. There's some really nice stuff that gets donated. Oh, absolutely. So you've got two reasons to go, ladies and gentlemen. One, because you're going to have a good time and you're going to see some things that you might want to bid on. And the holidays are coming up. Holidays are coming and up. And it would be just a wonderful um, uh, token or whatever to um, you know, spend your money at the auction – Right. At the silent auction, and um, you can buy your holiday gifts there or your Thanksgiving gifts. And the most important thing is you're helping animals. At, well, that's it. That's the most important <laughs> thing. Exactly. So I guess all these things at the auction are donated then, aren't they? They all. All of them are donated. Um, and we have some beautiful things. We have beautiful original art from local gifted artists, um, paintings, glasswork, jewelry, Pottery, um, wood pieces, just beautiful. Sports items. Well, maybe yes, and Tenny some and I... autographed from uh, the Red Sox, the Patriots, and the Bruins. Wow! <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is so much fun to go to this auction. It is fun. It's, it it's is the kind of uh, place where you you go and wander around. Look yeah. at all these beautiful things. There's no pressure. No. Nobody says, "Oh my goodness, have you placed your bet yet?" or anything like that. Exactly. Your, your bid, I should say. Yeah. Um, and it's it's you see lots of of wonderful, friendly people who are helping out animals and and uh, friends and neighbors. It's just a lot of fun. And there are also, besides walking around and um, writing your bid, um, there are also lots of big tables where you can bring your family or your friends and you can sit around and laugh and then go and bid more and come back. And <laughs> It's a very family-oriented, it um, is. Are they serving casual wine? night. Uh-huh. Yes, there is a bar. Oh, good. Yeah. So you can have a glass of wine and go, exactly. go bid some more. Yes. I yes. was going to say, Ex- then have yes. another glass of wine and, and, and bid, bid even, even more. more. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to repeat this, but it is Friday, November 16th, 6 o'clock to 9.30 p.m. 
at uh, Rachel's Lakeside, which is right next to Caddyshack on Route 6 in Dartmouth. So let's come back to some other interesting statistics. I was shocked when I saw some of these numbers. 150,000 American horses are slaughtered each year for human consumption. Human consumption. Human consumption. Not dog food? No. It says human consumption. Oh, my gosh. And that well, really surprised me. That is shocking. 250,000 animals per year fall victim to uh, animal hoarding. And we see stories about that all the time, even in the local paper. Some neighbor will complain. The local police or the yes. Animal Rescue League will go into somebody's house and find that there's 30 or 40 cats living in the house, for yeah. example. Yeah. And people think that they're helping, but they're not. No, not if they're not being spayed and neutered and taken care of responsibly. My last statistics, which are a little bit more pleasant, are that between 37 and 47 percent of all households in the United States have a dog. And between 30 and 37 percent of all households in the United States have a cat. So a, wow. lot, of, a lot of people have pets. Wow. What percent have cats versus dogs? Um, 30 to 37 percent compared to 37 to 47 percent have dogs. Hmm. So more well, people have dogs than cats. Yeah. I, I can tell my dog story. I guess I guess you're going to. I'm not sure what it is, but go I ahead. want a dog. I've always wanted a dog. I haven't had one for probably 20 years. How about if I just bark at you? <laughs> you do anyway. Yeah, I was just going to say that, Teddy. And Ray always says it's either a dog or him. And, you know, sometimes it's really a question in my mind. No. Well, you see, I have to explain to everybody listening. Teddy really hates the cold. She hates to be cold. So I said, who's going to walk the dog out in the cold and the rain and the snow? I said, it's not going to be me. So you can get a dog. I don't care. But you're going to be the one that's going to go out and walk the dog. I don't go <laughs> or you could just put in a fenced-in yard, Danny. Oh, right. Exactly. No. And then just open the door a little. But door our go kitties. Out, close would, it. <laughs> our kitties would not be happy. Uh, well, they're not used to dogs. No. No. So they would not. You know, if they were young, it would kind of be a different story if they had always been brought up with dogs. But yours, um, well, they're not that young. No, they're, they're not. They're adults. They're not. Two yeah. of them are uh, shelter cats. Yes. They are yes. just the most beautiful animals. We, we have two animals. rescue cats. Yeah, yeah I know. Cats. And um, when you got those two, one you wanted and the other one Tenny wanted. Yeah, so you thought, well, just take both of them. Why not? Exactly. Yeah, they were brothers. I love that story. One was a little calico female cat. And she was just this feisty little thing. It was poking at me. She <laughs> still pokes at me. <laughs> and she fit inside one hand. Oh. Um, and then Tenny had this little white cat, a male cat, and he was just f- a little fuzzball, so she wanted him. <laughs> and now they're monster cats. They're yeah, so big. I know. <laughs> oh, but so much fun. They so are beautiful. Fun. Once in a while, in the middle of the night, they go, boom, they land right on top of you while you're sleeping. <laughs> All right, I'll tell my story that I told Vivian just before. So, a couple of nights ago, uh, the white cat we call Gideon. Um, he jumped up on the bed, he walked across me, woke me up. It was like 3 o'clock in the morning. Then he starts doing his toes, you know, like he's nursing or something. Then he comes up and starts licking my neck. <laughs> I started laughing. I said, what are you doing? You've never done this before. 
That's kind of freaky at 3 o'clock in the morning. Then I give them the old heave-ho and whomp, <laughs> launch, launch them back onto the floor again. Exactly. Uh-huh. Tenny, what do we do? Um, you must do something special at the law firm, at Lance Law. What do you do if people are concerned about their pets? And shouldn't they be? Because, gosh, people sometimes die before their animals do. What happens to the animals? Well, Massachusetts a few years ago passed a law that allowed people to plan for their pets. And so we are often including in our trust documents or our wills uh, provisions for the care of animals. And uh, generally people will want to name somebody to take care of their animals. But sometimes they also want to leave some funds to uh, pay for that care because they know it might be a burden on the caregiver. And so you can do that now. You can put into your documents permanent care for your animals. Uh, And I think that's a wonderful thing. After all, our animals are part of our family. And if we don't provide for them, then we're not really uh, doing all that we should. So is this typically a separate trust document or is it like pet language that's in a trust? No, generally we include it under the special provisions of the trust, um, and it's it's very easy to do, and more and more people are thinking about uh, including that. So that's wonderful. I'm so glad that they are. Mm-hmm. And um, you actually have a small brochure, I think, on that, don't you? It talks about pet trust? Yes. If anyone would like it, please call our office at 508-998-8800. That's Lance Law, and uh, ask for the brochure about pet trusts. Well, um, you can do a lot with pet trusts. Um, I'd like to tell the story about Leona Helmsley. Do you ever hear that name? Uh, she and her husband owned hotels in New York City, and we've talked about this a little bit before. But she had this little white dog. I'm looking at a picture of it right now. Um, the dog finally died at the age of 12 in the year 2011. But she had left this little dog. This is a little overkill, frankly. Um, I guess. It was uh, $12 million. The dog's name was Precious. (laughs) So it caused a media uproar at the time because when she died in 2007, she left her uh, little Precious pooch, I don't know the dog's name, $12 million. This is kind of obscene. And what happened when the dog died? Um, Well... He was buried, first of all. <laughs> well, Brandly. The, the heirs of Leona Helmsley filed a lawsuit, and they challenged it, and they said it's ridiculous to leave that much money to the dog. And the dog um, – oh, the dog's name was Trouble, by the way. <laughs> she left uh, Trouble $12 million. The court cut it back to a mere $2 million to still leave the dog a life of extravagance. <sighs> but think what she could have done with that money instead. Yeah. She could have donated to um, animal advocates or the yeah. ASPCA exactly. or somebody else. Yeah. And, she could and have saved so many lives. And uh, by the way, if you do do a pet trust, you can leave provisions for what happens uh, to the money if it's not all used for that pet so that you can be sure it either goes to a shelter or it goes to your family or something, but it doesn't get wasted. So there's lots of things you can do, but, you know, there's some things that people don't think about when they do their estate plan, and often they don't think about their animals and their pets, but they need to. Yes, and I agree with you, and I I speak from experience having done this for so many years and getting calls from 
you know, people mm-hmm. from um, uh, children or, um, you know, cousins or whatever saying, you know, so-and-so has died and, you know, we don't know what to do with the, the dog or the cat. There were no provisions ever made. There was never discussion about it. And um, I think it's extremely important, Tenny, extremely important. It is indeed. It really is. I can tell a story. Uh, Recently, um, I was upstairs in my house, and I heard the most horrendous screech that I think I've ever heard. And come to find out, it was my cat, Gabby. And she was at the front door looking through the glass at a cat on the other side a little gray, beautiful cat with green eyes. And I thought, oh, my word, this cat must have been abandoned because we live in a part of the town where there's a lot of summer folk. And I I didn't know what to do. I couldn't bring the cat in because my cats would (laughs) probably tear it apart. But I put some food out and uh, did not see the cat again. But that is a problem, isn't it, Vivian? It is. That people go away and just leave their animals. Yes, they do. Um, Dogs and cats, um, more so with cats. But um, that is a problem. Um, There are a lot of, there are shelters in all of our areas, but a lot of them are full up. They're overcrowded. Mm. And, um, you know, uh, it's just tragic. Yep. I have to give you my first quotation of the day. Okay. Sigmund Freud Time spent with cats is never wasted. Never, <laughs> never, never, never. Not a great story. <laughs> it's a great one. Or a guy oh. named Franklin Jones said, "Scratch a dog and you'll find a permanent job." <laughs> <laughs> cats. Oh, uh, our cats every night come up and curl on the couch with us, and yep. lay in our laps, and yep. lay upside down so you'll scratch their tummy. It's just, it's the best part of the day. Well, yeah. people have their routines, and animals follow your routines. They, they do, do that. So when I go upstairs at night to go to bed, um, uh, Gideon, the white cat, um, goes racing up ahead of me, racing into the bathroom, jumps up on the sink, so I'll turn the faucet on for him. Like a kid. <laughs> Every single night. <laughs> so they learn. They do. Did they learn quickly. They're very smart. Vivian, um, you carry out your mission with an awful lot of volunteers. About how many do you have? Must be thousands. Well, we we have um, we have um, hundreds or more um, supporters. We never have enough volunteers, though, Tenny. Aha! Uh-huh. Yeah. Important to note. Exactly. And you also exactly. have a website, I believe, don't you? Yes, animaladvocatesma.org. Okay. And um, for anybody who's interested in um, coming to our silent auction and supporting our community animals, if you would give me a call, it is um, Vivian at An- Vivian Animal Advocates, and it's 508-991-7727, and I'm happy to help you in any way I can. And um, hopefully uh, some of your calls will be that you would love to come to the auction this year so we can raise more money and help more animals. And if anyone wanted to uh, provide a, uh, a gift to the auction, um, That's a good they thought, would, that it? would be yes, wonderful. Maybe, maybe they have uh, some beautiful piece of art that they yes. don't really need anymore and they'd like to donate it. So here's an idea. You can bring that to our office and we'll get it to Vivian. That would be Absolutely. wonderful. That would be a great idea. Very yep. convenient. 
Yep. So anybody who's listening who would like to donate um, uh, an art object or a jewelry object or something yes. that would be useful that could be sold at the auction yep. or tickets to a Red Sox game or whatever it happens to be, <laughs> I guess the World Series will be over by then. Won't yeah, it? I think I – think, I don't know. I think so. Yes. Yeah. Well, um, Tenny has a good article, a good handout called Pet Trust, Who Will Care for Your Pets When You long, No Longer Can?, and you can get that by calling the law office at 508-998-8800. And you know, we need we, to uh, tell people where the office is located. Yep, 352 yes. Fonts Corner Road. We're going to come back in just a minute, and I'm going to share with you some startling information. I'm going to tell you how many animals the people who work in our office have. You're going to be shocked and amazed. So stay tuned, and we're going to come right back and tell you how many animals we have at Lancelot Inc. and USA Wealth Group. We'll be right back. Welcome back to MoneyWise, ladies and gentlemen. This morning, we're dealing with the animal kingdom, and we're talking about animal advocates. It's a wonderful nonprofit organization. We're here this morning with Vivian Gella. Vivian, how long have you been working with animal advocates? How long has this been in operation? Um, 26 years with animal advocates. Um, We opened a low-cost spay-neuter clinic 26 years ago because we realized that um, there were a lot of people who couldn't afford, even 26 years ago, who couldn't afford a couple hundred dollars for spaying or neutering. Mm. So when we first opened up, um, neutering for a cat was $15 26 years ago, and a female cat $25. Mm. So we, and, uh, you know, we want women, to make it really always, affordable yeah, for people. Sure. Women are always more expensive than men anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but so, you have donations from veterinarians? Of their time? Is that how that works? No. Who does no? the spaying and neutering? Um, we do have – we have um, a veterinarian, Dr. Singh, who has been there for 26 years. Wow. And wow. the clinic has spayed and neutered well over half a million um, dogs and cats Holy in 26 wow. years. Well over. Holy moly. I know. Tw- a half a million and, animals. Yeah, That's incredible. Over half a million what, a, what an incredibly impressive track record that is. It's wow. wonderful. It's I had no idea of that. Yeah. You know, we have some other good um, local known-kill animal shelters that I just want to mention briefly because, thankfully, we have some great organizations that support taking we care of animals. We do in our community, and all of us work together. Yep. So there's Habitat for Cats. There's CARE, C-A-R-E. C-A- yes, which stands for Center for Animal Rescue and Education, there's C-A-R-E. Forever Paws. Yes, in, and, in Fall River. And there's Lighthouse Animal Shelter. That's on Hathaway Road in New Bedford, a wonderful no-kill dog shelter. So if you have a situation where you have to get rid of an animal, um, use Vivian's office as a clearinghouse, and she can put you in touch with any of these organizations and you can reach her, uh, Vivian Geller, at 508-991-7727. Now, I promised before the half an hour that I wanted to tell you I did a little census in our office. <laughs> so uh, right now we've got a, a total of 15 people that work in our office, amazingly. And we have, let's see, uh, 12 cats, 6 dogs, 1 hamster, 2 guinea pigs, 20 fish, 
And so out of the 15 people who work in the office, I think everybody but three people, 12 people have animals and pets. Wow. That's a great statistic. That's unbelievable. It's wonderful. But I I, I just thought this would be interesting to find out how many people have animals in their house. And probably the ones who don't are either allergic, like our um, secretary, or our recent graduates and haven't really settled themselves yet. Or live in an apartment where the landlord doesn't allow animals. And there are pet-friendly landlords, by the way, out there. Yes. Even pet-friendly assisted living facilities. Yeah, that's important. Mention that briefly, Jenny. Mm. Yes. um, If you uh, need to go to or want to go to an assisted living facility, check out which ones will allow you to bring your small animal with you because there are a lot now. They are an an important source of socialization and communication and um, feel-goodedness. And I... uh, some of the statistics I've read are that you live longer if you live with an animal. Yes, I've read that as well. Yes, yes. Well? So don't we all want to live long and rescue an animal? <laughs> live, <laughs> live long and care for your cats yes, and dogs. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, Tenny, you mentioned earlier, Attorney Tenny Lance, uh, about um, the uh, state of Massachusetts signing into effect the pet trust law. That was actually done in January of 2011 by Governor Patrick. Yes, it wasn't very long ago, and um, we want to remind people that they can place in their uh, provisions for their estate care for their animals, and that's very important, whether you do a trust or a will. I have to give you another cat quotation. Okay. This is an unknown author. Thousands of years ago, cats were worshipped as gods. Cats have never forgotten this. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. <laughs> it's so true. They're so friendly when it's time to be fed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, then, yeah. They're right there. And then they go and off and do call, their own if thing. if it's another time and you call them, they sometimes don't come. But yes. when it's ready to be fed, fed they're right there. Yep. Um, here's another one by a lady named Mary Bly. Dogs come when they're called. Cats take a message and get back to you later. <laughs> <laughs> whenever Absolutely. they feel like it. Just what happened like yesterday feel like it. when my cats got loose in my crawl space. <laughs> the only way I could get them out was to shake the treat bottle. Oh, oh so they wouldn't yes. come when you called them, eh? Oh, gosh, no. <laughs> <laughs> How typical. You know, sometimes we'll use a little laser pen to make the little red dot. Oh, yes. And they'll that chase that, them. and that'll, yeah. that'll entice them from wherever yeah. they are. One more cat quotation, then we're going to talk about some other important things. Cats have a scam going. You buy the food, they eat the food, they go away. That's the deal. (laughs) (laughs) It's a perfect description, isn't it? (laughs) Perfect, perfect. Well, just a really important reminder that um, Vivian Geller um, is the prime mover behind behind Animal Advocates Animal Organization. I'm still amazed at the number of 500,000 animals, cats and dogs, that have been spayed in 26 years. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. So you do really wonderful things. You keep the population from growing. But Friday, November 16th, you have the silent auction from 6 o'clock until 9.30 at night at Rachel's Lakeside. And that's at 950 State Road. It's right immediately adjacent to um, the um, Caddyshack. Caddyshack Golf Place. And it's across the street from where Lincoln Park used to be. Mm-hmm. 
lots of parking. It's a lot of fun. I've been there at least twice, maybe three times I've gone to that. Yeah. I remember the time <laughs> for one one year when we did this, and my son Peter put oh. bids on all kinds of <laughs> items and then left. And he left and, early. And said to me, gee, I've, I've bid on a couple of things. Just pick them up for me if you would. Wow. <laughs> what was the and amount? I, I it was, should, I don't know, I 50 point bucks out, or something. I should point out he was an adult at the time when he did that. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Peter is a real animal lover. Oh, he really he's is. He's got cats and he's got dogs oh, and he's yeah. got fish. And, yeah. for and he a while used he to had, have chickens. He, he did, did, right. Chickens yes. in the backyard. Yes, exactly. We have a good article, by the way, from the Wall Street Journal, uh, dated November 1917. And it says, estate plans don't have to be just for people. Um, picking a caregiver, possibly creating a trust, and other, animal, other issues to consider for animals. Name a caregiver, set aside money, outline a care plan, formalize the agreements. That's something that um, Attorney Jenny Lance can help you do. Give her a call at 508-998-8800. Why don't we talk a minute about um, how this auction works and what people will encounter when they come. I mean, yeah. I'm always impressed with the number of very friendly, happy people who are around to greet you, and then what happens? Can you, can you mention also about donating? If somebody wants to donate uh, a weekend at their oh, yeah. house or oh, yeah. sports tickets or piece of sports art memorabilia, art, jewelry, anything like that, um, we'd be grateful, very grateful. Please donate that soon, and it'll go into the auction. It'll Absolutely. help raise money. It will. It will. So the way that it works is that um, people start arriving, um, and when they first arrive, we have uh, two lovely volunteers that take their information, their name and um, information, and then assign them a bidding number. And then you walk into the next room, and it is full of gorgeous, gorgeous, wonderful, beautiful items, um, new, antique, um, homemade gift baskets. Um, last year we had over 150 gift certificates. Wow. And I'm sure we'll have a very, very similar. Mm. Um, to you, you restaurants, must... to getaways. Yeah. Um, you know, to all sorts of things. Um, and so then what you do is, um, again, Tenny, no pressure. Right. You can just walk around. You know, people are just happy and friendly, and they'll just start talking to you. <laughs> or you, you might even see people that you know. Yeah, I always yeah. It's yeah. a real social occasion. It is. And so you walk around all the tables, um, and there are sheets, there are bidding sheets that tell you what the item is, and it tells you um, what the starting bid is. And um, there we'll, we'll have um, probably 300 or more items, which means that a lot of things can go um, for um, – Smile. Good, good prices. Yeah, well good prices, good. exactly. You must spend a lot of time uh, getting donations and organizing. For yeah, this. we do. Yeah. I started um, getting real serious um, about a month, month and a half ago. Okay. So we'll just go out straight until um, the auction. And if people do want to donate, our office is fairly centrally located. It is. And we're open five days a week. So 
any time during the day, you could stop by 352 Fonts Corner Road and leave off your donation. Well, you have one of our volunteers that works at your office, Tenny. Absolutely. Um, is, is that the one who's related to you? <laughs> My sister, Elise, yes, who is instrumental in making this auction absolutely fabulous. I yeah. swear that your family must spend the vast majority of their time yes. doing things for charities because we do. at least we just grew up spent like that. Yeah, yeah she just spent a lot of charitable people. And uh, we do the same, you know, the auction, the church, many yep. other things. Well, I want to mention this is an important time of year for people to be thinking about others, not only people and kids and pets and animals at the same time. Um, I, I'm going to mention at least once on this show that we are also a donation center for Toys for Tots, the United States Marine Corps That's Toys right. for Tots. And last year we filled two boxes, um, and we asked if anybody wants to donate for that. We have people that come in off the street because they've heard it on the radio. Yeah. Um, they collect new unwrapped toys for kids or babies. Unwrapped. Unwrapped. Okay. Because they, they sort them, and oh. then they have certain segments of the yeah, population that can go in there that don't have things to give their kids and they're able to actually effectively shop wow. and pick out things that How they can wonderful. give. How wonderful. How um, wonderful. They also do clothing. So that campaign runs uh, through no, uh, December 23rd and we are a collection point for that because Peter and I both served in the Marine Corps. So we're happy to support that. But today we're talking about animal advocates and animals. How do you protect animals in a car? In a car? Yeah. I mean, do, you, do you belt them in well, or yeah, put them I've in a got, carrier? Um, yes, I've got, uh, for my two dogs, I've got uh, this, uh, I guess it looks like a harness. Mm. Um, and it just takes a couple seconds. Um, and you just um, clip it into the, um, the seatbelt. Um, seat yeah. Yeah. And, and I bet most people have never even thought about that. But if you have to suddenly stop or you're in a crash... Oh, they could the go dog flying is a flying the object. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, good point. Do you have information that you could give somebody if they wanted that? If they... Absolutely. Okay. Yes, we have a lot of information. Um, we work with all the organizations, and we network, and we work together, and so, um, and everybody can't do everything. No. Which is why um, this community is extremely fortunate. Mm. Where are you located? Where's Animal Advocates Well, our located? office is in Dartmouth on okay. Rockland Street. Okay. Yeah. And um, then the clinic is on Route 6 in Dartmouth. Okay. Whereabouts, where's the clinic located? Exactly. Uh, going towards Westport and Fall River on Route 6. Okay. Exactly half a mile after Walmart on the same side. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah. That's good to know. Um, can people go in there to donate as well? Yes, they can. The clinic is open Wednesday through Saturday, and um, people can go in there and drop off an auction item. All they would have to do is mention Vivian or Animal Advocates. We're going to have to think, Tendi, about something that we might donate. We won't talk about it now on the air, but we should donate something. Um, Absolutely. Let's see. Not No, I won't me. be fresh. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's been said uh, by a guy named Jeff Valdez that cats are smarter than dogs. You can't get eight cats to pull a sled through the snow. 
They have oh. totally different personalities, don't they? They do. They really do. Although I used to have a cat once that would follow me just like a dog. I could well, walk yeah, through the woods and everything. Well, yeah, some cats do act like little dogs, but yeah. Um, yeah, in general, they're pretty feline. Pretty cat. Yep, and uh, I don't know why, but a lot of the quotes I have today seem to pertain to cats. Alfred North Whitehead once said, If a dog jumps into your lap, it's because he's fond of you. But if a cat does the same thing, it's because your lap is warmer. (laughs) (laughs) They are. They're smart little beasts. They are. Smart little buggers, aren't they? They are. And that's part of their charm, that if they approach you, it's because they like you, because otherwise they'd totally ignore you. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> you know, one of the things I like to do on the show is give tax tips. We're, we're having some really cute stories about animals, and why not? There are a lot of good stories about animals. And the auction is going to be fun, but it has a really serious purpose. Yes. It raises money to help support animal advocates and yes. to pay for the spaying and the neutering and yep. everything and else. And vaccinations and also health care. Mm. There are a lot of seniors that call me. And, um, you know, their animal um, is spayed or neutered, mm-hmm. and uh, they can't afford the uh, office visit and vaccinations or for uh, medication for an ear infection or things like that. We can't do at the clinic, um, the clinic can't do major surgeries, right? but um, we do help people with many things many uh, medical issues um, and of course we help people with uh, feral cats outside um, we're a resource and we we um, refer people so we do a lot of things and we're I bet, busy I bet a lot of people listening today have had their animals um, spayed and neutered at, yes, through at animal the advocates yeah, at, at your I'm clinic sure. yes um, uh, is there also the ability to adopt animals there? No, no, okay. no. So that's done through one of the other animal organizations? Right, exactly. But I guess what I'm going to say right now is that if if you've had uh, reason to use the services of animal advocates in the past, if you have a pet that was spayed or neutered or had some medical treatment, this is a great time for you to give back. That's great, give and back. Donate some money. Yep. Yes. And help support this really important organization. Absolutely. And if you can't do that financially, you can do it with your volunteer time. Yes. Uh Be Mm. in touch with Vivian about that because um, she needs lots and lots of help to put this very elaborate uh, program together. It really. It. I'm. I want to say again what a uh, important social fun. bright and cheery Friday night thing it is to do. It is a lot of fun. Let me give a quick tax tip. I'm going to do this one. I was going to do something else, but I know this one as well. Um, In this year, in the year 2018, the amount that you can deduct on your income taxes um, for charitable contributions has increased. So first of all, you have to be able to itemize your deductions. But if you're somebody who can itemize deductions, Last year, you could deduct the amount you gave to a charity up to 50% of your adjusted gross income. Hmm. This year, it's gone to 60%. So what that means is if your income was $30,000, you had a limitation of $15,000 and whatever 60%, I guess it would be 18000 this year. Now, people aren't typically going to donate those kinds of amounts. But the important thing to remember is you get a bigger bang for your buck this year when you make a contribution to a qualified charitable organization such as Animal Advocates. 
it is a 501c3 organization. And the other thing, Tenny, that I think is important, uh, Attorney Tenny Lance, is that you can make provision in your will, in your trust, in your estate plan, not only to take care of your own pet by having pet trust language, but you can make a specific dollar donation to an organization like Animal Advocates. Oh, yes, And I, I think you've had people do that, haven't you? Yes, we certainly have. And important to note that if you are in an upper uh, income bracket, uh, anything that you donate to a 501c3 organization is not countable in your estate for estate tax purposes. So, it reduces taxes. Yes. So if you want to, and Tenny has had some people do this in the past, you can say, I want to leave $5,000, I want to leave $10,000 or more to animal advocates. And then when your trust is administered, um, that money will be donated to that organization. Bequest income, plan giving, as we call it, is very, very important. Let's come back for a minute and talk about this exciting auction because this is really going to be fun. Um, Now, this is your 22nd annual auction. Yeah. So you've done this 22 years in a row. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Yes, yes, yes. And... um, you get an interesting picture here of a dog and a cat lying down together. Is this one of the that art objects? Is one of our artists. Her name is Lori Bradley, and she's a wonderful artist, very, very generous donor and volunteer, and very talented. And, and she um, did that for our poster. So if you'd like to donate something to be auctioned off in the silent auction, ladies and gentlemen, give uh, Vivian Geller a call. You can reach her at 508 508- Nine nine one seven seven two seven, or you can drop something by the uh, law firm office, Tenny. Right? Absolutely, three fifty two Fonts Corner Road, Dartmouth, and that's near the law school and um, the uh, Vanity Fair outlet. And um, Vivian's sister Elise works there, so yep. she'll make sure it gets to the auction. <laughs> but most importantly, come out to the auction uh, Friday night. November 16th, 6 o'clock to 9 o'clock, or 6 o'clock to 9.30. Uh, there will be wine. you got to pay for the wine, um, and it will make you more generous. Uh, lots of great items. It's at 950 State Road, Rachel's Lakeside, which is immediately adjacent to Caddyshack Golf Course and Driving Range. We're going to give them some publicity also. Yeah, right on Route 6. Yeah, right on Route 6 in Dartmouth. Yeah, very and convenient. It's right across from where um, – the Lincoln Park used to be. So come on out on Friday the 16th. If you forget this, call the office. We've got flyers and posters. We'll be happy to give it to you. You know, um, I sometimes say in the radio that it's a measure of how great we are as a society about how well we take care of our elderly people. But it's an equal measure of how well we are as a society, how good we are as a society about how we take care of our animals, isn't it? Absolutely. And there's nothing worse than seeing animals that are not taken care of well or need care. And mostly we don't want the population to continue to grow, which is why a lot of your focus is on spaying and neutering. When I started, I'll give you a statistic, Ray. When I started out in the animal welfare field in this area a little over 35 years ago, Um, Our country was euthanizing, destroying 
anywhere between 17 to 20 million a year. Wow. Now it's down to, um, depending on the statistic, but it's down to about two or three million, hmm. which That's from 18 to 20 mm-hmm. is incredible. It's a yeah. significant. That's significant. a great success record. And a lot of it is due to um, spaying and neutering. Mm. And, of course, you know, wonderful people in the animal welfare field and all these wonderful organizations like CARE and Habitat for Cats and Forever Paws and, you know, uh, Lighthouse, all all these great, great organizations that care so much for the welfare of animals, including animal advocates. Well, thank you for being with us, and thank you for everything that you've done in this community to help take care of animals and Tenny. Attorney Tenny Lance, thank you for being here. I have to give you two final quotes, one for dogs and one for cats. Um, Women and cats will do as they please, and men and dogs should relax and get used to the idea. (laughs) (laughs) And my my final one is from uh, Kinky Friedman. It says, money can buy you a fine dog, but only love can make him wag his tail. Oh, nice. So I'm going to leave you with that pleasant thought and just say, have some fun on November 16th. Support a really worthwhile organization and come to the auction at Rachel's Lakeside, Route 6 in Dartmouth, next to Caddyshack, Friday, November 16th from 6 to 9.30. Have a lot of fun. Buy your holiday gifts there. Sure. Also, your Thanksgiving gifts if you go to somebody's house or something (laughs) like that. We have beautiful wine baskets. We were just working on them last night. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for listening, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I think we've had a little bit of fun today, and uh, we, uh, we think this is a great organization to support. So thank you for being with us, and we'll see you on the radio next week. 